What's bonkin' everybody and welcome to Take Your Time, a Persona 5 Royal podcast in real time where we play along with the real calendar dates. My name is Tom Marks, joined as always by Jonathan Dornbush. Jonathan, how are you? The emphasis you put on those last couple words, I was really hanging on everyone because I thought you might just pivot and say something completely out of left field, but otherwise I'm doing I'm doing pretty well, Tom. I, well, I I, uh, I don't see it as like a goal to say time as many times as I can, but uh, strange. You know. I don't. Yeah, why would someone do that? That's weird. We each need our sticks. Of I course, think. yeah. <laughs> um, this week is a, a little bit of a lighter-ish one. We're covering the dates of July twelfth to July eighteenth, uh, a large chunk of which is taken up almost entirely by uh, exams. But uh, we've got some other stuff to talk about. Some we're, we're getting into it. Uh, I, I called this one. Uh, exams, fireworks, and shots fired, because that's what goes on this this month, <laughs> this week. Uh, but first, before we get into all of that, let's start with uh, some housekeeping from last week, which is our pop quiz. We had a bunch of people. I'm really glad p- people seemed to enjoy this one, because we had oh, a yeah. bunch of people send in answers. Uh, as a reminder, uh, the question was, which of these are not a bar, restaurant, etc. in the Shinjuku area of Persona 5 Royal, uh, as based on signs that you can find around uh, the area in English. And the options were Beaver, Tribe Load Tokyo, Earth Angel, Baroque Frog, and Nut Boy. (laughs) Uh, Jonathan, before we get into... Some uh, please call me some... by my real name, Nut Boy. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into uh, reader comments and guesses, did you have a guess between those five? So of those five, again going through my like process of elimination sort of mind, um, I sure, figured sure. Beaver and Tribe Load Tokyo were too strange in both directions. Like Beaver is just too simple, and Tribe gotcha. Load Tokyo is too extreme. Yeah. Uh, that they both had to be real. Uh, and then so it was It was down to the last three. Nut Boy, I don't think you would have come up with because it is just close enough to being dirty. Uh, that, like, I don't think you would have put that into the ether for this. Um, sure. Not that we're, we're the most wholesome boys on the internet, but I, th- I would say we're pretty wholesome overall. Uh, and so then it, it did come down to Earth Angel and Baroque Frog for me. I wanted to say Earth Angel, uh, if only because it is an existing, like, term that i know mm-hmm. you know from songs and whatnot sure so that's kind of where i was leaning okay so you want you're going with earth angel? I, I went with earth angel yeah okay so let me read some some user guesses uh first we had a comment from sam smith that said excited to get to this next part uh meaning of the game palace four shakes things up so well and might be my favorite section of the entire game at least other than maybe palace six which we won't spoil here obviously uh and sam smith's guess was Uh, I have to go with Beaver. That can't possibly be real, right? Uh, Similar to to Jonathan, there were a a lot of guesses for your other choice there, right? Which was Baroque Frog. A lot of people not believing that that could possibly be a name. Uh, (laughs) And finally, we had Hannah, who got it right. Although there was, this was, Hannah was not the only person in the YouTube comments to get it right, but was the only person to get it right for the right reason, which I really appreciate. (laughs) Okay. Um, been listen- so Hannah says, been listening to the show for a while. Just wanted to say it's a joy to listen to, and I love the concept. I Thank don't you. have a self-restraint to play Persona 5 Royal in real time myself. Totally understandable. Fair. Uh, but you've inspired me to try a real-time playthrough of Strikers over the summer, as I needed an excuse to replay it anyway. And that game is shorter timeline anyway, so that's probably a little bit more 
reasonable. Um, then Hannah goes on to say, for the quiz, I'm guessing, guessing Earth Angel is the odd one out, which is correct. Yes. Not because I know the others are real, but because I'm pretty sure Earth Angel is from the Yakuza games. And that is oh. right. To be sneaky, Earth Angel is a bar in, in I think, like four different Yakuza games. That's oh. uh, kind of like a central bar. Uh, so I, I stole the Yakuza name and hoping maybe that would people would know it and know that's fake or other people thinking it was an Atlas reference. Trying to trying to get tricky there. I but like you're also it. right. It was kind of a standout one in that list a little bit. But I mean, that that uh, to be fair, I would say almost all of those are standout for different reasons. Like, <laughs> Beaver is just Beaver. I'm Tro- not going to lie. I'm glad so many people <clears throat> guessed Broke Frog because that was the one. Or no. Uh, th- so there's a sign. You, you can find it. It's a sign mm-hmm. literally right above Crossroads, right when you go into the entrance of Crossroads that just says Nut Boy in big letters. And I was like. What? Why does it say nut? And then I looked right above it and it said Baroque Frog. And I was like, what's going on? This is a quiz. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. So I, mu- I must have internalized Nut Boy being above there because I definitely feel like I've noticed that one there. But yeah, A Tribal sure. of Tokyo for me felt more like, as silly as this is, felt more like it would be in a square game. It feels more like the world sure. ends with you or like a Final Fantasy bar or something. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, it was really down to Earth Angel and Broke Frog. So I completely, completely understand everyone who guessed Broke Frog for that one. Speaking of wholesome Beaver, actually, it says Beaver, and then in parentheses below it, I believe in parentheses, maybe it's just below it, it says Girls Bar, which I think means that that's a sex joke. <laughs> it is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you thought Nut Boy was the inappropriate one. <laughs> I, I, in my head, was like, oh, it's going to be like a cartoon angry beaver. I didn't know they went the sexual way. There's a lot of really silly ones, a lot of really silly signs kind of all over that area. I highly recommend just, like, taking a moment to just walk around. Some of the other ones I didn't use, just because I'll list these really quick. Uh, Club Spike, I thought was maybe a nice normal one to slip in there. Didn't go with that. Happy Dog. Uh, World End Party. (laughs) Um... Yeah, and then there were a couple others just like that were simple, like uh, Love and Cafe. I thought Love and Cafe was a good one, too. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, There, there's some really funny signs just like th- this game, especially in those busy kind of visually busy areas, just have tons of little things to wander around and see that are really nice. And if you look for more than three minutes, you'll start recognizing repeat signs everywhere, sure. right? But that's, that's, it's, they're still fun. Yeah. That's a, it sounds like there may be good fodder for another quiz if you need in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'll go to a different location. That's a good We call. can do like uh, Kichi Joji next or something like that. Yeah. N- naming bars must be a hard thing to do. I think about like all the bar <laughs> names in San Francisco and they vary so wildly. So like, yeah, I, I get it. It's tough. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, thank you everyone who wrote in to guess. Uh, we spent a little longer on this, but God, I could not get over Nut Boy and Baroque Frog as being signs in that game. Baroque, like, <sighs> Baroque Frog is a good name. That name is so amazingly weird and good. It's a really good name, but now knowing that Beaver is the re- the dirty reference and Nut Boy <laughs> is obviously, you know, uh, like, what does Baroque Frog mean? I like, I just never heard. <laughs> Anything sexually related to a frog? You're trying to figure out the innuendo. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. This is anyway, going to bother me for the episode, but you know. well, let's move on then. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the actual week. Uh, July twelfth, 
uh, opens with a quiz in class about uh, Goemon. And Goemon the... Uh, basically is it, this is the thing that i didn't really understand the first time i played through until kind of like all these things came up is like a lot of their personas are like basically around the same theme or like goemon is basically like the japanese myth version of arsene to a yeah. certain extent right and then there's like others that th- there's another at least once later that i won't spoil but like yeah, like, I, I really dig that, and and this is kind of a quiz just about, like, Goemon and his mythology in the same way that we got Arsene's mythology earlier. Yeah, well, I, I think it's especially a cool thing, because, like, it, as we get into maybe more of the Persona names, it's like, there is definitely a blending of different mythologies within there, and I, I think it's really cool when, when games or any media do that, obviously, like, to respect the original mythologies and everything, but also there are repetitions throughout different mythologies and to show to show those parallels and to show how like certain stories resonate with so much of the world is i i think a really cool idea yeah uh and then we get the kind of main thing that happens this day story-wise is that uh makoto who had previously talked about this in i think the end of last week's episode uh actually goes to counseling with maruki uh and has a nice little conversation with maruki who uh I really appreciate this one because it does feel like it's been a while. So I don't fully remember it, but like it does really feels like Maruki's just like, dang, your life is messed up, but you're like hardcore. And Rokota's just like, yup. And like, that's kind of the whole like vibe of the conversation. Pretty if much. not literal text. Yeah. It's, it's really kind of him like being in deference to her <laughs> yeah. is how it really feels. But I, I do like where this conversation goes because it, it we do come into it from, Makoto originally wanting to figure out, hmm, what's up with this guy? I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Like, he's right. probably pretty suspicious. And then them just having a really good conversation. Like, to yeah. me, I, I definitely read it, and I don't think there's much room for it to be confusing. But to me, it very much reads as a scene where, like, she comes out of it uh, a bit more reassured about who he is and, and his place and yeah. things. Yeah, I, I think that's fair to say. And yeah, it's... Again, you know, this is a continuing trend. It really is nice to have these little Maruki moments with the other cast members, right? Like, if it was just conversations with Joker, I don't think Maruki's value... I don't think it would be used as well overall. I I like a lot that he has these moments that kind of give you a little bit more insight into the character, but also just sort of are like... They just feel healthy, right? Like it feels like these people are going through hard stuff and it feels really healthy to just have them be talking to a guy like this to just like kind of figure themselves out a little more. I don't know. It's just, it's like a really nice, I, I think it adds an, a nice beat to different character moments and learning, getting to know these characters. No, I totally agree. Especially because I think like it works twofold in terms of on that like narrative emotional level where I care about these characters and I'm glad that these high schoolers are getting an outlet to be able to talk about these things, even if they're having to do it a little bit codedly, you know, they're not telling him everything, but here's an emotional mental outlet for them. That is probably pretty needed when you're doing all the things that they're doing. I can't imagine. (laughs) Um, But that, and I think it just imply you're a phantom thief. No, it, it, I don't worry about it anyway. So I think the thing about, uh, I'm getting really tired. Uh, anyway, I think the, the other part about it that I really like is also just the idea of the game because this is new added content, of course, for Royal, 
but reinforcing the idea that the whole ensemble matters, I think Persona 5 just in general does a really great job of that because you can definitely get uh, RPGs or just game stories in general where even if you have a wide ensemble cast, the focus really just gets put on like your character and maybe one or two others uh, to a, you know, deep degree. But the, Persona 5 does a really, really great job of giving everyone their moments and, and everyone distinct personalities and things. And so getting to see even more of that from a new perspective here, I think works really well. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, yeah, it, it it's just, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. And I'm glad that we're going to see more of it going forward uh, because we actually do get more Maruki later this week after exams. Uh, but this is the f- only, I think only, yeah, only day of, or you get full free time yeah. in this week. Uh, you get an, an afternoon and an evening. So Jonathan, what did you do this this day on July 12th? Uh, you know, since my knowledge is so high at level four already, I didn't need to study beforehand. And so I, I hung out with a couple of pals. I hung out with Yusuke during the day and Akechi in the evening. Hey, nice. Yeah. I think those were both, uh, like, check-in levels. I don't think they were up up the confidant level, but it was just, they were both available and I want to make sure I'm getting a catchy as high as possible. And, and Yusuke is just a, I like his storyline. So sure. Yeah. Sure. What did you do? Uh, I went, so this is the funny thing about this week. Uh, it's a very quick week. Probably all of the days combined took me an hour. Yeah. Except for the four and a half hours I spent in mementos on the first day. <laughs> so, Excluding that part. Nice. Yeah. yeah, the first day uh, was my mementos trip. And I think I came back, you know, last week or the week before, I kind of had a... I put out that moral quandary of, like, uh, do you go to mementos right before or right after the deadline, right? Because right after, then you get to unlock this new area and you get to go through the area. And if you go before, then it's not unlocked, but, you know, you're doing it earlier, yada, yada, yada. And I think... The answer I've come to is it still sort of depends on timing. It still sort of depends on what you're doing or not doing or what you could or couldn't do that day. Um, For me, at least. Obviously, this is not a hard answer or like a one-size-fits-all answer. But I think I came out of this trip realizing that I prefer to do it right before the deadline. Because almost certainly all of the... the, um, mementos requests you have are gonna be on areas before the thing that unlocks in the new after the deadline and the only one that you're gonna miss after the deadline or from not doing it after the deadline is the one that is at the door at the bottom to go to the next area which you have to walk through anyway if you're teleporting to the bottom of mementos so i got into this situation where we had cleared out all of the the requests I needed. I had gotten all the stamps in the floor I needed, and then I unlocked the new area, and it was like, okay, I have another nine or ten floors to get through, and there's no requests in them, and, like, it's just sort of, I kind of just want to get through them, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I think that your your time is better spent with, like, less backtracking. Not that it was wasted, but sure. there's, like, going to be less backtracking. It's going to be a little bit easier to move through. I think I was already, like... I got four levels while I was there. I went from 27 to 31, but I think I already got to 30 before I had even like gone through that final section. So Mm. like the bulk of the leveling had already happened. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's just more worth it to do. I think I've come to the conclusion, at least for me, that it's usually more worth it to do right before the deadline. Yeah. Because then you're just wasting less time. And especially if you need those levels before the boss. It's, it's right. a good yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Yeah, if you're if you're using it actively to level, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. So that's that's kind of how I came out. And like I said, I spent over four hours there. I made uh, a little over five hundred thousand yen total, including selling treasures. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Always be interrogating. Yeah. <laughs> um. That that classic Glen Gary Glen Ross <laughs> catchphrase. Alec Baldwin's classic line. Yeah, um, and I got four levels, although, like, two people... I had that really frustrating thing where, like, two people in my party are, are level 30 and the rest are 31, and I'm uh, very yeah. sad about it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I had eight targets to get. I went through and got eight people. Nice. Um, a couple of notes that I really did... I quickly wanted to go over, too. Ryuji's ability is still incredible, and I'm glad I rushed it, uh, which is the thing I forgot. You have to be sprinting? You have to be holding right trigger to, like, activate the insta-kill thing. Oh, okay. And and if you're using the phantom, the, like, phantom eye or whatever, vision, yeah. if the persona shows up in a green outline, it means you can for sure insta-kill them. Yeah. And so it makes farming just so hysterically easy. Um, And then the other thing I want to say is I should, just before I... I know this is long and I'm sorry, but how dare you um, <laughs> talk about the game that we said we would talk about on the show every week. But yeah, no, go I, ahead. I, I want to share an anecdote, which is the entire, oh, thank you. <laughs> the entire time I was there, we saw jo- Jose once, and this is going through, you know, almost 20 floors, saw God. Jose once. And I was like, we were getting to the bottom of the last section. And I was like, if we have to, grind through and go up and down on floors until we see this kid again i'm gonna lose it yeah and then he showed up on the last floor and i was like yeah jose (laughs) and then morgana was like oh man i feel some presence of a strong shadow and it was one of those weird special floors where the reaper shows up right away oh no so i was like on this frantic mad dash, just like I had to literally juke the Reaper at one point because he <laughs> brought me into a corner. And then I finally, I literally got to Jose, oh used all my flowers and stamps, and then like teleported away. <laughs> That's why. If anyone out there knows a way to make Jose appear, seriously. Please. That's it's super annoying. What a nightmare. But at least but, you got through it, at least you got him. Uh, it was it was the most stressful <laughs> thing because is... usually the reaper's not very scary because if you don't want to deal with them you just gotta like you just like teleport up and you're oh, fine. Yeah. yeah. But when Jose was there and I had to find him, it was so terrifying. That's a nightmare. It, it, uh, one one day you'll be strong enough to fight the reaper. One day, one day. Um, and then that evening I just finished the Star Fornius video game to get some guts, and that nice. was that. Uh, okay. Moving on, the next three days, and then the technically four, but really is three, were exams, 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 where you answer all the questions of things you learned during the, the preceding months. And uh, Jonathan, did you do the thing again where you try to guess them correctly the first time and then look up the answer? Like yeah, last time? but basically I, I kept it the same way. I had the guide like ready to go, but, but tried to do them all uh, first. I think I got most of them correct i ended up i realized i after the fact i forgot to write down which ones i didn't guess right but i think there was like 
only one or two where I was a little uncertain. Um, but for the most part, it was a, a pretty easy round on my end. Yeah. What about you? I, uh, I got one wrong, but then also I uh, very embarrassingly got the raining cats and dogs question wrong because I misread the question. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was like, what's the English idiom for like raining heavily or whatever? And I was like, raining frogs, because I thought it said like, for some reason I read it as European. Oh, and, mm-hmm. and of course, and I was the like Europeans. Yeah, and their love of frogs. I'm, I'm, I'm. Shut up. It's okay? all right. You've been busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking back over the questions. I think I definitely think I thought to myself, well, if I get that one wrong, that would be embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I, like I definitely do remember that moment. Uh, I think maybe the crab one I got wrong. Yeah, I think that's the one I got wrong too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But everything else was relatively simple on this round. Yeah. I also appreciated that the math question about the angles was, like, literally just a math question based on what it had taught you earlier. Yep. Like, it wasn't It wasn't even one of those... Because most of the time, the situations are just, like, it'll ask you something exactly it told you earlier or something related to what it told you earlier. This was, like, earlier in the month, it literally taught you a math concept, and then this was applying the math concept to, a, to a, like, a question. Which I find very funny. And they say video games can't be educational. I think <laughs> they, they should put, you know, on kids' uh, computer classes, if they still do those, because every kid now has a computer from the moment they're born. But if you still have a specialized computer class, I would love the idea of like, oh yeah, we've loaded up your computers with Mario Teaches Typing and Persona 5 Royals Exam <laughs> Week. That's it. <laughs> That's the that's what the kids are playing instead of um, Oregon Trail nowadays. Yeah, we we played Neopets a lot. Hmm. Basically, it was, was that, like was that game educational? No, but basically, computer class was like do a thing that we tell you to play for like ten minutes and then kind of do whatever you want. Like, gotcha. If it's yeah, on the computer, fair. you're fine. Was, sure, sure, sure. They, like they had enough blocks on there, no one was like looking up porn or something. So it was sure. <laughs> it was generally just like, oh yeah, we're time to log in to Neopets. Yeah, that was like <laughs> the most scandalous it got. I, I feel that. Um the last thing I wanted to mention about exams that I thought was very funny was one of the questions was about what was an alternate name for the Tanabata Festival Somen Noodles or whatever. Oh, and the yeah. answer was Demon Guts. And that was almost a quiz question I made for that week was the Demon Guts <laughs> question. That's really funny. Which would have been really kind of wonderful if if that had happened. But yeah, not uh, quite. But, you know, maybe for the next exams, but we won't have uh, class questions for a while because that was a. Uh, oh yeah, that was the summer, summer finals. Yeah, so uh, we yes we made it through exams for the week. Summer is here, which is kind of understated. I think like they don't really bring it up very much that it's like oh yeah now you have a month off. <laughs> That was the biggest deal. I mean, I assume it still is, but yeah, like the the concept of having that entire chunk of the summer off as a kid was just, that was all you lived for. To be fair, um, U.S. Uh, vacation schedules are slightly different, right? So yes, our summer vacation yeah. was like two and a half months, oh, yeah. whereas theirs is like a month because they get vacation elsewhere and the school year is just longer and that yeah. sort of thing. Um Additionally, on the last day of exams, which is July 16th, we rushed through 13th, 14th, 15th. July 16th, exams ends. 
Uh, exams end, excuse me, uh, and Maruki wants to talk to you. And I think that this is basically, like, the unlock of the, the like, pers- the confidant cap. That's how I, I think, read it, yeah. I think that's what this represents, but I don't know for sure. I might be incorrect about that. But anyway, Maruki wants to chat. Um, and you talk, uh, he, he, this is like another interesting co- sort of conversation about like, uh, people with high expectations, right. Who placed on them, who then end up, you know, what happens if those people then don't meet those expectations, right. Um, it's sort of talking, uh, you know, it's not quite clear why or what he's talking about necessarily, although you can put some pieces together, um, for yourself, and then also he talks about uh, the Phantom Thieves in that he's talking about the limitations of therapy and counseling where he's like gets frustrated because in certain situations there's only so much therapy can do uh, and he wants to find a more, he wishes that they could find a better, more permanent solution and says, well, you know, why don't we just get the Phantom Thieves to change sad people's hearts and then they won't be sad anymore. Um kind of in like a joking way right but like yeah this is this is i think the first time he brings them up at i least. think so yeah and it's a it's a nice juxtaposition to uh sorry something fell off my desk uh kasumi the week before kind of being like if we rely on the phantom thieves too much um you know will uh, that will only hurt society in the long run. So it'd be better not to. And, and this is a, like right. the sort of tacit admission of like, what if we could rely on them? It, w- it would make a lot of things easier. And it's like, yeah, yeah. That's, that is a true sort of like give and take here. Um, yeah. That's a nice parallel. I hadn't really directly thought about is this idea. Yeah, you're right. That they're obviously coming from very different perspectives or very different thoughts of like how he would just be like, yeah, let's just change hearts. And I think you as Joker can basically be like, would that actually be, like, would that actually be doing something, right? Like, would that actually be changing a heart? Would that actually be making them better, right? Yeah. Um, and he kind of, again, it's, every time you talk to Murky about this stuff, it's all very, like, hypothetical, up-in-the-air sort of conceptual, and then he's always just sort of laughs it off and you move on. It's very, the developer knows you know more Right. <laughs> then you, then Maruki thinks you know, or at least you're supposed to think Maruki thinks you know, because I have my suspicions, of course, that any of these new characters secretly know everything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's that nice juxtaposition of like, they know, but he can't know. So he'll maybe just talk in hypotheticals for a bit. Right. But yeah. Yeah. It's um, sort of the same as the sigh. Uh, flash forwards when she's always like how did you specifically have someone who is capable at drawing be able to draw you such amazing calling cards you must have had an artist on the inside stuff like that that'll never not be funny it's the best I love it so much (laughs) Uh, so that's about where we leave off with Maruki the gang meets up at the quote unquote air quotes big caveats hideout um, which I will never call it, <laughs> but Shibuya. Um, and they basically just like decompress and talk about finals and how hard they were and how Ryuji probably failed and then plan sort of their next step, which is celebrating. And they decide they, I think they talked about this last week at the end of the week, just basically being like, let's do a fireworks festival. There's a fireworks festival coming up. Let's do that for our celebration. And then they actually put it in stone here where they say, 
hey, there's a fireworks festival on the last day of this week, which is the 18th, uh, to... So let's let's do that to celebrate having completed Kaneshiro's Palace. Um, and yeah, it's it's a relatively simple conversation. Not much story happens in it. It's just one of those sort of like all the buds decompressing sort of moments. Yeah, we're definitely in a like the best way I can describe it is I feel like we're getting a lot of like light interactions to give them some downtime in between. Like r- rather than immediately sure. just trying to set up them being like we need our next target it's giving them a little bit more of a chance to just like breathe as kids which i think makes a lot of sense especially in the calendar at this point where it is the holiday that they're going into like their their minds are probably you know yeah a little elsewhere uh then there's some news reports on when you get back about torrential rain and sudden weather changes which i'm sure will never come up again and isn't foreshadowing anything at all uh before morgana actually tells you to go to bed which is the first time this has happened in a while. That monster. Yeah. Moving <sighs> on to July 17th, though. Uh, we get a very exciting little conversation. <laughs> which is... Yusuke and Ryuji yeah. are going to get a showtime at some point. I was very, very happy to see that. Um, since these are tell all me, brand new me, to me. Yeah. yeah, tell me what your hopes and dreams and your like how you're feeling about showtimes in general. Because this is how they... Uh, I, I will say, you know, not literal spoilers but spoilers this is basically how they roll out right like yeah. you're not gonna miss any of them you're just gonna like get them as they come i i really like the way they're implemented because i'm glad it's good to know that they are sort of just like unlocked over time it's not like a there's something i'm not doing in the background that i need to to get them sure um but it is funny that they sort of in the same way of the patterns of things that we were kind of just alluding to of like Uh, the way Maruki kind of knowingly speaks, but doesn't knowingly speak, but it's, you know, the developers know, uh, and size, like knowing things. These conversations are also a little bit of that, like knowing sort of like, Hey, I had this idea that we could maybe work on. I don't know. And the other person's always supposed to be like, really, do you think that could work? And it's like, well, hear me out on this. And it, it, it has that back and forth, but I, I do really love the way they get introduced. Um, in terms of like my, my hopes, do you mean like my hopes for, certain pair-ups or yeah or what you want to see them do did you see ryuji and makoto's yet in no i still didn't get to see it yeah so i've only seen the on and morgana one so sure um like they only get wilder (laughs) i can't wait like i do think i know there is a i think i got spoiled from a trailer there is like a wrestling one at some point there is one that is in a wrestling ring yeah so there's that like that's the thing is Ryuji's the one with Ryuji and Makoto. He was like, I got an idea based on a video game. And so I really hope it's like just crappy eight bit, like spaceships that they fly in chasing down enemies <laughs> or something. Like I, I have no idea where they could go, but like kind of anything would make sense at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think my, my hope is just that the, the future ones that come up are tuned somewhat to the, the character combinations like i i hope it feels sensible that it's those two characters doing it and not just kind of like a grab bag sort of thing which i'm sure some of them will but like in the way that on and morgana is like morgana sort of professing their love for on and then yeah. turning into uh, you know on throwing <laughs> bullet hell down on enemies uh i i hope we get a little bit of that like characterization in there yeah, it, it definitely, there is a lot of that. Okay. I think that's kind of the strengths of these things, is cool. that they don't, they're no slouch in terms of just, like, being a gameplay mechanic. Like, they're, they are really full of flavor. And 
Man, sometimes they're weird, but, but they're always fun. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah, once once I get to see more, I'll, I'll definitely let you know so we can talk about them during the show. Because, yeah, right now I've only seen Good. that first one, but hopefully I can get to Memento soon and, and maybe start checking out some of the others. Yeah. Well, uh, no rush. You'll, you'll see them eventually, at least. But uh, before the Fireworks Festival on July 18th, on July 17th, the boys decide to go to a... Uh, summer food festival, basically, where it's incredibly hot because it's summer, and uh, it's basically just like a they like are getting skewers and meat and all this stuff. This is a royal, a new royal scene, um, I believe at least. I'm almost. It felt like it was, yeah, yeah, um, because of what it kind of sets up later. It, it ties into the Kasumi thing later in the day, but before that happens, you get this very weird moment where a news crew comes over and interviews them, and Ryuji is like, "I'm gonna make all the footage terrible by saying weird stuff, and then they can't use any of it," uh, and answer and like answers questions just like a total weirdo, like them being like, "If you think it's hot in July, just." wait for december and like weird stuff like that it's like a very weird scene which to me means that ryuji has never watched local news because they love strange answers to things (laughs) they the stranger the the interview they can put on the more entertaining it will probably be he's clearly never seen uh the jake gyllenhaal classic nightcrawler where you learn the ins and outs of how uh how local news is shot it's a very good film but it has nothing to do with persona but anyway uh yeah it's just kind of like yeah you would think they're probably gonna be like hey this weird dude what this is probably entertaining for people to watch for a minute (laughs) yeah so uh that scene kind of is seemingly just to get them to this location so that they can be like oh hey Let's go check out that under construction sports stadium that's yeah. right over there. <laughs> so they go there and it's um this new location within the game that also was not in the original uh where you're kind of outside this sports stadium that is being constructed. It's very under construction. You're behind a fence like it's not like a visitable thing, right? Uh and Ryuji and y- Yusuke are basically like, "Ah darn. Well, bye." And <laughs> they go home, and instead Kasumi is there, and Kasumi is uh, looking very kind of determined. Joker says she has kind of red puffy eyes, uh, and you go talk to her, and she says that this is where she comes when she needs to pepper, like she needs to give herself a pep talk, basically. Um, I love to and go to as- in construction buildings to pep- <laughs> put a pep in my step. Yeah, that's totally. yeah. Um, and then says, you know, you uh, ask to get lunch with you. Um, and so you go to the diner because there's only one place that people can get lunch in Tokyo. It's true. Um, or assets. <laughs> that too. Yes. Uh, the So she goes, excuse me, I was just catching up on my notes. Um, you go to the diner and basically she says that the meat that they had, the, the gymnastics meat, was an absolute disaster and that her body just, like, won't do... She's mentally there, but her body won't do what she wants it to do anymore. Um, or, or right now, and she doesn't know how to get over it. And additionally, uh, she says that she had a... She tells you that she had a younger sister who actually... Who also did with gymnastics with her, and they were going to go and 
you know, travel the world and win all these international competitions as a team together. Um, and she died earlier that spring, so that year, and that she was still kind of getting over it, and she'd never really been herself since that, and she's trying to push through that, which is this really kind of very sad moment that we haven't seen of this, we haven't seen this side of this person who's always been very bubbly and positive and peppy, even though she's still very positive in this scene, eventually. Yeah, she's definitely been presented as the most, like, not one note, because that, that feels like unfair to, I think, like, they're the the actress and everyone is, is doing a good job of representing who she sure. is. But she's, she's been very, like, as you said, bubbly. Like, she is very positive-facing, and that's just kind of her persona, for, for lack of a better term. Uh, but, like, as we've talked about a lot on the show is often your first impression of these characters is not meant to be the full impression of them. And right. this showing you, yeah, there, there's more to her life. It also explains why she, you know, has transferred and why, and why things are, are a little bit different for her and, and, and her life is, is changing in these ways. Like, it, it sets up this, uh, her position in the game, I think, a bit more to it. It, like, grounds it, I guess. Um, and, yeah, I, I thought this was a really good conversation uh, where it shows up. I, I, I thought it portrayed sort of this other side of her in a way that didn't feel too like cloying or or um it 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 didn't suddenly flip a switch where it just went super dramatic like you said she still retains her positivity she still retains part of her character but it's letting you see a little bit more of her as the trust continues to develop between the two of you yeah exactly and also this ties into the thing that maruki was talking about the day before which is a person with lots of expectations placed on them not meeting them, right? Um, How could he have possibly known? (laughs) The developers. (laughs) For those listening, Jonathan just got real close to the camera. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's tying in, right? Because he obviously, they they talked earlier about how uh, Maruki was also counseling her, right? Um, and even before she came to Shujin and all that stuff. And so you're starting to get a little bit more of an understanding of why, who she is, what she's gone through, why she's been doing the things that she does and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. And that's the kind of end of that. She, uh, you know, feels much better after talking to you and kind of redoubles her efforts and says, I'm going to do it. It'll be great. I'm going to go train right now. Um, because she's pushing herself crazy hard. The other kind of running joke that I love, I don't know if you've gotten to level three with Kasumi yet, but this is like a running joke that I really enjoy of like the fact that since she's an athlete, she eats like just an insane amount of food all of the time. I think it's a very good goof. I don't because sorry, go ahead. Well, it's just cause it's a thing athletes have to do. Right. Oh yeah. But like, yeah, she just eats a hilarious amount of food to keep like to burn the calories for her working out, basically. I am sadly not at level three yet, I don't think. But yeah, I noticed that joke in here and and uh, Joker's surprise of, of how much he had eaten. And yeah, it, it's it's absolutely a true, like, real-life thing. And I, I think it's a funny way they integrated it in. Because, um, you yeah. know, we're we're running around a lot. We're we're being quite athletic in all of our jumping and, and uh, uh, swinging around on our new grappling hook. But you... No one, no one's getting us a bunch of food. I guess it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, we do eat the Big Bang Burger, and it's massive, so that makes yeah. sense. Anyway, I don't know about you, but I eat like 
a ton of devil fruits. I, I, while I'm in the palace, I'm eating like 12 devil fruits. Okay. I wish they showed you snacking when you eat something <laughs> in the, it's like, really? Now's the time for a snack break. Okay, sure. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, anyway, that evening we do get a free evening. Uh, since it is a Sunday for me, I got a smoothie. Uh, I sold all of my treasure. This was like the first moment I've had to do this. So I sold all my treasure to EY from Mementos. I had Kawakami do laundry on some sooty stuff that I had gotten in Mementos. Uh, and then I leveled Yoshida that day. Uh, yeah, mine, I just did the uh, uh, smoothie. There we go. I could not think of the word. Uh, I did the smoothie for the day and then hung out with Yoshida as well. I forget what level we're at. I want to say six, but I'm not sure. I'm at eight with him now. Okay, I think I'm one or two behind for sure, but yeah. still, still pretty high. I am definitely trying to push him to the end. Um, right, yeah, m- me too. I mean, like, I don't know if there's, like, a necessarily a reason to do this, but, like, like I could have gotten Chahaya today, too, but I figure since you only get him once a week and might as well just finish him off, right? It, I, I don't know. I like to try to close those loops when I can. Yeah. And also, like what I was talking about last week, I think it was about trying to get people to the point where they'll give you whatever their confidant like their their mementos request thing is i'd like yeah. to try to get to that quicker than later or sooner than later well and, um, and and knowing his is so defined like you will get a level up every time with him now that we know that exactly uh it's kind of like once it's done it'll be over like i don't have to worry about this sure. on sundays and, and we'll have many more sundays to go after it so yeah yeah i'm, I'm definitely fine with prioritizing it for now yeah uh and then the last day uh july 18th you have a text message conversation in the morning about if people are wearing yukatas, which are those that Jap- traditional Japanese garb, uh, and Yusuke and An and Makoto are, but Ryuji and Joker are not. Um, and you also get a text from Mishima saying that some insane group is about to like declare war on the Phantom Thieves and he wanted you to know. And I'm sure that's also a thing that will never come up again. Definitely. Uh, before we move on from there, I do want to say uh, with the Yukatas during the conversation that they're all having, Ryuji is kind of like a lost cause to everyone. It's like, yeah, of course he wasn't going to wear one. But to Joker, they're like, oh, you should do something different for your outfit too. Why don't you take off your glasses? And like, <laughs> what? That wouldn't help anything. Yeah. It'd it'd make his life much worse for that day. No, but then he'd be, it'd be dressing up. It'd be a different. He would look more like a child. (laughs) If I take these off and shave my beard, I will get carted wherever I go. (laughs) So. Yeah. I thought the glasses thing was also very funny and weird. Yeah. Anyway. Um, then you get to the train station, you meet up with Ryuji and Yusuke. Yusuke looks... I love this line from Yuji where he's like, you look way too normal in that thing. And and Yusuke's like, yeah, I've been told that. <laughs> like, super casually. It's like, um, yeah, and then he gets hit on by some ladies. Yeah. Who are like, hey, you want to go to the festival with us? And then he just totally burns them and is like, how dare you sully yourselves? Meanwhile, Ryuji is like falling over himself... Oh, for them yeah it's a very weird funny little thing i don't know it's hard to read yeah but for me again it's the like yusuke is not interested in romance necessarily sort of aspect of him sure whereas ryuji is just a horn dog like (laughs) yeah he is the 
I don't know why this is in my head, but like the other guys in Greece, like the the lower tier characters that are not Danny Zuko that are part of his gang. I can't remember their name right now. The Thunderbirds. I don't know. Anyway, Greece is a good film when I was a child that I watched a lot. I don't think it holds up because it's very problematic. Anyway, those guys were just like, always like, tell us more about the girl. You know, like that's the whole part of Summer Nights where they're like, tell us more. That's just how Ryuji feels is like, yeah, we got to go for these girls. It's amazing. Like him and Mishima, if you put them together for too long, it's just, it's just too many hormones in one place. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But also like Yusuke, the other part of this is like, Yusuke's like, kind of like a jerk like these ladies are just like hey you want to go to the fireworks festival with us and he's like how dare you like (laughs) he's like really weird about it too yeah there's occasional interactions where like sometimes i wonder i don't know if it's like a a uh what is the word i'm looking for um like a regional thing yeah where it didn't quite come through the translation or it is just sort of like a are are they being too forward for women at that age in Japanese culture. I don't know. Like I, I'm not, I'm not going to try to go down too much of a rap. Oh, I, I see don't what you're Japanese. saying. Yeah. I just don't know if it's like a thing where the man should always be the one to make those sort of forward movements. Like, I don't know. If Culturally also, you mean? Yeah. Culturally. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah so, yeah. um, uh, like I do I not, you mean. I do not know enough to pretend either way. So I'm not going <laughs> to go down. Yeah. That it hole, it could, it could be a scene that reads differently. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I feel that. But then the others show up, Makoto and An show up in their Yukata and uh, kind of give them some friendly ribbing. Uh, I, I, I think An even says something to that end of being like, man, Yusuke is hot as hell. My words. Basically being like, Yusuke is hot as hell, but like doesn't know what he's doing, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, and it's I, I like this scene overall just because it's like them... Like you said, it's a little more lighthearted. It's just them being friends, right? In in a sort of goofy way. Yeah. Um, before they go to the fireworks festival and we get another anime cut scene uh, of, unfortunately, them getting rained out. So they get a few fireworks and then, hey, that torrential rain came back that was <laughs> mentioned and everything gets poured out. And kind of part of this cut scene is uh, you see this is this is a funny little thing. You see the pink-haired girl who we have seen in previous scenes now in Royal getting into a car, like a black car with some men in suits holding umbrellas for her, all very fancy, uh, and driving away. And Makoto says she recognizes her. In the base game, I think this is one of these things shows si- or points where we can kind of directly compare how much better Royal is at seeding characters early on. Yeah. Because in the base game, this would be basically the very first time you ever see this character Mm -hmm. who obviously I'm not going to spoil it for people who haven't played, but becomes important later on. Um, So like that it's so late that you would meet her. And now in Royal, you've already had conversations with her at this point, basically. And I really like that. I like that they've been able to do that with with Haru. Oh, yeah. It's, I I think generally when the game does sort of preceding of things and and foreshadowing, I really love that it gets to do that. And, And Royal feels like it's just kind of patching up the points where it didn't quite succeed on that in certain areas in the base game. Uh, Because I I do think that's such a strength of a game that is this long and this layered and and this big of an ensemble cast is when you're able to make that stuff feel more 
uh, ever present and more true to the experience. It, it ends up being rewarding whether or not you notice it. Cause it's definitely something that I am noticing now knowing, you know, the rest of the game and knowing that this character will come up to a certain extent, like to the extent I know. Um, but you may not see that at the first time around, but at least I think Royal does a better job of, you know, starting to lay the groundwork for not just her, but for several characters throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, they, they kind of huddle into a, uh, like a convenience store pretty much to get out of the rain. Um, they discuss how sad they are and then say, well, guess we all better go home. And so they all go home. Uh, and when you get back to LeBlanc, Sai is there kind of threateningly questioning Sojiro. And Sojiro's like, I'm not going to tell you anything about that. And she's like, we have ways, it's like, fine, then I have ways to make you talk. And then leaves, and Sojiro's super upset. And it's very kind of a weird, scary moment, right? It's the first time you see Sai as sort of a direct antagonist to you, in the real world in the course of the story because she's already been a sort of uh, ethereal sort of enemy from afar, but now it's like she's in your house, right? It's a very different vibe. Yeah, especially, you know, we've seen her with Makoto, obviously, and that would make sense since they're family, but her now extending to the entire team kind of at this point, and as you said, in your house, it really ramps up the, the nature of how serious things seem to be getting yeah and you don't really know what they're talking about at this point right yeah um and you sort of just close up uh you get another little glimpse of that hacker girl from last week uh who we're still not going to dive into spoilers because next week all will become clear i think um at listening to the news and part of that is a news report that the hacker group medjed who is set up in that sci flash forward has declared war against the phantom thieves uh basically their whole deal is that they're saying that the phantom thieves are we are the only executors of justice in the world and you are false justice so if you do not repent your ways then we will destroy you right it's like very it's like two sort of like shadowy organizations who say to be they are uh, improving the world going at each other um, is kind of the vibe of it. Yeah, for sure. I have written down from the, the things that were being said as I tried to quickly scramble. Uh, we are the true executors of justice. Uh, if they agree to a change of heart, you know, the Phantom Thieves will be okay. We are Medjed. We are unseen. We will eliminate evil. And so it's right. like they're trying to present themselves as good, but they are also attacking other good guys well depending on your perspective they're not good guys but they seem to be going at it very aggressively so are they really good guys it gets very like all of a sudden just a lot of a lot of questions start to get raised by who they are yeah and akechi is also on the news right talking about it basically being like this is a nuisance regardless of who's right or wrong um and i i think obviously the uh easy comparison of what Medjed is, right, is something like Anonymous, right, online, although that's even a dated reference at this point, although this game is, you know, four or five years old or whatever, um, of this, like, sort of faceless group of 
we are legion sort of people making threats against people that they see as doing wrongs in some way um is sort of the parallel the real world parallel here um and then in a group chat kind of group text message after this happens y'all are discussing basically how medjet is on a global scale right like they are bigger than just japan which is all the targets you've done so far and ryuji is like well let's change their hearts it'll be great they can be our next target (laughs) missing the fact that you know they need a name they don't have a location none of this would work and they don't know what they're doing but they also don't think think it's like a bad idea right they're like well that would be a bigger scale and they all are are threatening us so eh. it's uh you know it's better than i guess going small time and, and right. just working on some some side jobs in the summer but yeah it's they're they're left with a lot of where do we go from here is kind right. of where a lot of this leaves them and we are thrust into chapter four of the game, basically. Uh, we did have a free evening inside LeBlanc for this evening. I read the speed reading book because I just, I usually don't like reading in LeBlanc, but I figured I didn't really have anything else I wanted to do. And that is a valuable thing to do. So that book is at the library, right? Yeah, the school library. Can I not get it during the summer? Because I forgot to pick it up. I think you can go to the library during the summer. Still. Okay, okay, good. I think. <laughs> I'm I'm going to definitely try to do that in the next free time that I have during the day. But uh, yeah, I think I just made lockpicks for that evening. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I need to do that a little bit more too because I used a bunch of mem- or I used a couple of mementos. Um and that's our week. So, we are I I, I this thing is another transition week, right? This is the yeah. week where we get from the last story to the next story and we had a big chunk of it taken up by exams obviously, but now we are certainly We've we've had the inciting incident of of this next story, which is or next chapter, which is Medjed declaring war, and we already know from side that it's going to go to bigger places, having new characters being introduced. It's it's exciting because I agree with I think it was Sam at the top of the show who said that this yes. is one of their favorite sections. I agree. I think this is story wise a really great section and also just a valuable section for setting up the rest of the game yeah yeah it, it works really well uh twofold as as you just mentioned but we'll get to the specifics of why in the weeks to come all right let's dig into uh let's wrap up with our our, our quizzes of the week jonathan you have a persona pseudonym for me and then i will have a pop quiz for the listeners at home i do so one problem is i have not been great at writing down the ones i've already done and i am worried <laughs> the one that i picked out that i thought was a good one might be one that we've already done before. So I'm now really? scrambling to try to find another because I don't want to uh, mess up. So if you want to do your question first, your pop quiz. Okay, okay, I'll do the pop quiz first. Uh, so this is for all of you at home. You can comment on the Dornology YouTube channel. You can uh, tweet at us, at Tom R. Marks, at JM Dornbush on Twitter. You can send an email at dornology at gmail.com with any of the answer or whatever you'd like. Uh, this one is a uh, related to that summer food festival they did. So Ryuji and Yusuke went to the summer food festival with you. Uh, afterwards, they send you a text message with a picture from it, um, and they're talking about food. Yusuke says, next time, let's go to a place where uh, I can have free water because... He is poor, and they love making that joke. Um, 
and they're talking about different types of food and stuff. And then Ryuji says, man, this is really making me hungry uh, and says a cup ramen would really hit the spot right now and he's going to go eat. And Yusuke says, yes, I'm going to go eat as well. What is Yusuke, what does Yusuke say he's going to go eat in this moment? Because it's very funny and very silly and I love it. I don't know if I remember. So that's the question for next week. Hit us up if you have the answer. Jonathan? Hello there. Did I, I do. Stall? Did I, I stall long enough? You did. I do have another one okay. that I am like 99% sure I didn't do. I should definitely write okay. this down in the future. Uh, but of course, uh, this will be where I give you the pseudonym of a persona in the game. Uh, this one is the Twin-Headed Guardian. What is the Twin-Headed Guardian, Guardian's real name? Um, They're in Kaneshiro's palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Wait. Yeah, it's... um. It's the two-headed dog, the fire dog. Is it Oribus? You're very close, so I'll give it to you. It's Orthrus. Orthrus! Ah, no, that wasn't right. I got it wrong. You were yeah, close. I, Orthrus is annoying, too, because I, like, got a million of him in Mementos, too, and I knew... Ah, oh, dang, Orthrus. <laughs> so close. Always next week. Well, uh, that's all the time we have for today. As Morgana actually told us this week... We're pretty tired from exams, and we should probably go to bed. Um, If you liked the show, please do subscribe on the YouTubes or the podcast feeds. Give us a good rating if you enjoyed it. Let us know what we could be doing better if you think there's something else. Uh, We really appreciate this. Obviously, again, we're just doing this because it's fun, and we hope you're having fun with it too, and we like interacting with the community. So uh, if you're at all interested in doing so, please hit us up. It makes us happy. Uh, And... Uh, until that time, or until next time, I, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Bye.